Bush and Ritchie here with your daily takeaway. Uh, welcome along. Uh, this particular episode uh, is recorded the day after uh, Tottenham Hotspur fell apart to Chelsea 4-1 at home. Yes. Uh, now... On an evening when Tottenham Hotspur are at... For full transparency, if you don't listen very often, I'm an Arsenal fan, so there's no love lost between me and uh, our North London neighbours. But on on an evening when Spurs are at home during the week, yep. eight, 8 o'clock kickoff, that kickoff time and the end of this show, the live version of it at 7 o'clock, corresponds with me having to travel home via... All the fans making it to the game. Yeah. And I have to say, it is not a pleasant experience. (laughs) At all. (laughs) Vaping on the trains, keeping the doors open, making everything late, making the trains stop at Northumberland Park when they don't normally so that they can all get off and go to the game. It ruins my journey home. Uh Uh-huh. So last night, and this reflects badly on me, I'll hold my hands up. Last night, when they were losing 4-1 at home... I pictured in my mind as I'm sat there on the sofa, I just closed my mind, closed my eyes, and I summoned up images of some of the people I had to share 15 minutes on a train with. And I was thinking to myself, how are you getting on, barber jacket man? How are you getting on, (laughs) receding hair man? How are you getting on, flat cap man? That's not very nice. No, it's not nice. It's absolutely, that's terrible, that, isn't it? (laughs) Don't gloat. The gloat when, you know, when teams are doing bad. It can come back and bite you in the backside. Do you know what I mean? I'm not all I'm warning you. Karma. <laughs> Let that be the warning of this podcast intro. I had to get that off my chest. It was wonderful. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. We're lively today. We are, we are. Warning. Uh, just a little warning there. We're a little bit lively. We're, we're lively because we love getting messages from you guys. One of the best things about doing this show is, is hearing from you lot because you're brilliant, best listeners in the world. And a listener called Gary has got in touch with such a good idea that I think what you're about to hear may usher in or set in motion what we're going to call a driving revolution here on Home Time. Uh, he says, listen to Gary, wouldn't it be amazing if you got points for good driving? <laughs> you accrue them... And then you can use them, these points you get for good driving, to pay off points you get later down the line for bad driving. Ah, I Cause see. Because think about it, in life you just you get penalised. Like, you might be a brilliant driver, but then, you you know, most of city centres and stuff are like traps now. They're just going to trap you to take that turn you're not supposed to be able to make or whatever. And then you get, like, a fine for it. Well, what if you kind of built up a collection of... Let's call them driving bonus points to take Gary's idea to the next level. They're almost like our beloved Tesco club card points, aren't they? Yeah, you've got them. Maybe you've accrued them 15 or 20 good driving bonus points. So here's the question for this hour of home time tonight, right? If this became a thing, what good driving would you like to see driving bonus points awarded for? So just to throw my hat in the ring, although my other half, Katie, disagrees with this, I'm a big fan of using my hazard warning lights to speak to other drivers through semaphore. And I feel like there should be points involved in that because what I've done is I've flashed me hazards to say, no, go on, you go ahead of me and all, you know, to say thank you yes. and, or watch out because the traffic stopped up ahead. Yeah. Get the hazards yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'd like to see points for that maybe. Um, I, would, I would see points given back for driving under the speed limit. What extra bo- bonus points for going slower than you should do? I did a yeah, I did a click and collect earlier today. Went down the dual carriageway. There's those automated seventy mile an hour sensors, so it will work out your average speed over sort of like a couple of miles, all that kind of thing. So I was doing sixty. Okay. So I kind of thought, well, do you know what? I'm not in a rush. 
fuel economy, all that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if I'm if I'm going ten miles an hour under the speed limit, give me some points. I like that. I've always wondered with those things as well, right? If you go like routinely ten under for quite a bit, can you absolutely cane it for the last stretch because you've, you're under <laughs> by that amount? I don't know. No, that works. I don't know. Uh, John says, I get bonus points for actually following the magic tree instructions on the air freshener and not just ripping the bag off and overdosing on new car smell. <laughs> Apparently people have been doing it wrong. Uh, Rich says, flashing oncoming traffic when there's a speed check ahead. <laughs> That's just doing your duty, isn't it? <laughs> Giving them a little tip off. Ting, 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 bonus point. Uh, Desi wants to acknowledge someone who slows or stops to let you pass when it's a tight road. That's good. That's good. The snow in the road, isn't it? Exactly, because not everyone does that, and they'll do the like thunder pass, and you're just like breathing in <laughs> as the driver, thinking, "How have I still got my wing mirrors?" Uh, Rob says, reverse parking into bays, an alien concept to 90% of the people in car parks. <laughs> Loving that. Oh, we've got Monty on the line right now. Monty, what uh, driver thinks should get a bonus point? It's the trucker nod. If you get a nod from a trucker as a car driver, it should be the crowning moment and you should get at least 25 points for it. Almost you can get that, I'm hearing that Super Mario sound. Diddling, diddling, diddling as the points are going in. I mean, it's, it's in the same ballpark as thumbs out, thumb up out the window from bus driver, right? Yeah, it's got to be there. Like, thumbs up from a bus driver, the nod from a motorcycle rider. Yes. Or the big thumbs up from a trucker. So, Monty, are you a trucker yourself? No, I aspire to be like the king of the road, but I'm not quite there yet. Are you out on the road at the moment maybe looking for some form of validation from a trucker? I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm definitely. I'm in the correct lane, but every time I go past the truck, I do give the big dumping hand signal to see if I can get a honk. <laughs> on the lookout for a honk. You know what, I mean, going back to the, the, the motorcycle thing, I, don't know about you, I will move over to let them through, motorcyclists. So, and if you do get that nod from them, it does make you feel like you might be part of like a Hell's Angel group or something. Do you know what I mean? I think, I think you can roll with them. If you, if, you, if you get a nod, then you can roll with them and, you know, ride off into the sunset. That'd be so good. Right, well, I'll try that next time. 25 points for the trucker nod. We're noting it down, Monty. Good man. Keep trucking. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. Vicky has just texted now to say uh, bonus points to drivers who don't give in to peer pressure and stop on a yellow grid or stop on an amber and not run the risk of it changing to red. There you go, 8, 12, 15, keep them coming in. Uh, we speak of getting dark at two in the afternoon. Certainly won't be doing that in June. Mid-June next year, Isle of Wight Festival 2024. Turn your mind to the summer. Uh, Green Day, the Pet Shop Boys, the Prodigy, headlining uh, 2024's Isle of Wight Festival. Uh, Simple Minds and Keen and Blossoms and Nothing But Thieves and Crowded House and the Streets and Suede and the Darkness and loads more also confirmed. We're going to be there. We'd like you to be there. All of the information, including how to get tickets, is on our website absoluteradio.co.uk On text says if car drivers would look in their mirrors for bikers before spraying their windscreen washers that would be brilliant that would be worth a point I'm sick of getting screen wash flavoured showers (laughs) didn't even think about that Uh, Some easy points here from John in Suffolk extra points for listening to home time when you drive home You're a creep but I like you (laughs) Uh, Sound Dave says parallel and reverse parking he classifies himself as the king of Goodison side street parking Okay Big shake. Uh, Sarah, how are you handing out the bonus points? I just think, just keep it simple, it's only one bonus point, but it makes somebody's day. Just let a person out. Just let one person out, let them do on their day, and they'll be like, yeah, that's a nice person. Brilliant, so you get a bonus, bonus point for letting somebody out, and and is there any other stuff that you'd like to bring in, any other rules or caveats with this? Absolutely. Minus ten points if you then let four, five, six, seven, eight people out. (laughs) Because everyone behind you is hating on you. They're like that, you've done your good deed, now what do you want, a halo? 
Do, it's a really good point. We, we should do this at some point for find a word for, because I, I call them Mother Teresa's, where you let someone out <laughs> who they are, right, fair enough, I've let them out, and then they proceed to let the, in, the entire rest of Essex ahead of you. Yeah. Ironically, in the history of find a word for, that's the first one that you've actually found a word for. And I'll forget it by the time we do it. <laughs> Loving your suggestion. Thanks so much. Cheers, guys. Have a good one. Bye. Kitch, who's just tweeted us at Absolute Radio, says, what about moving to the left lane when you've finished overtaking someone? Shouldn't really be praised for doing the basics, but seeing as people are so Stupid, it might set a good example. I am calm. <laughs> 8, 12, 15, any others on that, please? If he says he is calm, then he is calm. I am calm. It's a Tuesday. Is it Tuesday? It is Tuesday. It's Tuesday. I'm very aware of what day it is today because my life changed on Saturday. And if I've sounded, and I speak directly to you here, if, I, if I've been tense the last few days, there is a reason why. I would say you've, you've been urgent. I have been urgent. I've got a nemesis that has come into my life. It's a mole. What, someone giving information away from inside the house? <laughs> yeah, that's what it is, yeah. Whispering to the neighbours <laughs> in the close. No, it's an actual mole. You know how much I, I love my lawn. My lawn is my fourth child. It is. You love your lawn. Spend so much time on my lawn, so much money on my lawn, the fertilisers, the garden gadgets that I've got for my lawn, turning it into like a, a golf putting green or like a cricket pitch or mowing it like a football pitch. you got a little sign that says keep off the lawn stuff I have got well. a little sign that says keep off the lawn. I am a tragic man. Uh, but imagine, all right, so it's got to November. The lawn season is over. Imagine my distress when I look out of the back window on Saturday morning and there's two molehills. Oh, the explosives Amazing. that came out of my face. So I cleared them very, very quickly. The next day, Sunday morning, I get up. One of the molehills is re-erupted. Same again on Monday. And then this morning I get up, there's two brand new molehills. Every night for the last four nights, yeah. a mole has been creating what I would call as like garden zits on the face of my lawn. And I've had enough. It's like whack-a-mole. It is it like whack-a-mole. Like whack they keep popping up. I know. And I keep clearing like, clearing all the like sediment of his, his molehills. And he just does it again. So wh why have they decided like now? Because you've been doing your lawn for quite a while now. I know. And why now they, they've just turned up, rocked up? Here's the thing. I think it's a backhanded compliment because when I had a look online, I was, it was like wider moles come into gardens and it said that moles search for the soil that is of the richest nutrients. And of course, I'm flooding that thing with all sorts of fertiliser. Is this a bit like saying uh, you only get nits if you've got really clean hair? It's exactly that, Bush. Well, same kind of thing. It's exactly that. Um, I've got two nemesises nemesi. on, on our street. One's called Fast Builder. Other one's called Roadblock. They're both builders. <laughs> one drives too fast down his van down our road, and I hate it. The other one always gets his van halfway into the pavement, who I've talked about on the show before, yeah. and blocks us trying to go on the school run. So you go, fast builder and roadblock. This is the thing. Often with a nemesis, you don't know their actual name. Don't know who they are. <laughs> you just build them up in your mind. Uh, Joe says, my milk bottle thief caught them red-handed oh. on our porch camera this morning. That is outrageous. Uh, Alan says, the grumpy lady up the road who only ever comes past when I'm charging my car and moans about it. Why, why would you moan about someone charging their car? Exactly. Why would you moan about an electric car? I don't understand. Stay in your lane. Uh, this text says, condensation. Every morning for the next five months, wiping my windows dry, removing and rearranging all the ornaments of my windowsills. It's exhausting. You need to get yourself some crystals. Get some of them crystals. Condensation crystals, about five ninety nine. Uh, my nemesis is a spider that lives in the... I can't believe I just said that. That's really 
quite tragic. We we use those crystals in our wardrobe, right? And the amount of water you get out of there is mad. If you want to chat about condensation crystals, that's a separate podcast. Uh, Sarah <laughs> Warrington says, the spider that lives in the downstairs bathroom. But they're so cheap and you buy the refills as well. The crystals, put them in the, like these little... Enough plastic. about the crystals. Uh, downstairs bathroom, spider, it's been thrown out last, uh, at least 20 times. I come back in and what's worse, it's even had babies, says Sarah. Oh dear. Chris is on the line. Chris, who's your nemesis? My nemesis is the one in South Yorkshire. I've had to do this road for God knows how many years. And somebody, somewhere, decided to move the hard shoulder and park it somewhere in Berkshire. <laughs> so we don't have a hard shoulder. So every time we have a minor incident, like somebody getting a burst tyre, we have to sit for three hours while some muppet comes along and repairs a car. Why is this? Because some idiots who live, work, sorry, in local administration remove the hard shoulder. Oh. <laughs> Aren't they called smart motorways? Is they that what are, that is? Yes. Is that ironic? There is nothing smart. Smart means specific, measurable, achievable, realistic and targeted. <laughs> this is a folly. Folly. This is like having a conversation with my dad. One of his, <laughs> one of his go-to repeat rants is smart motorways. Yeah, well, there's nothing smart about them. And right now, <laughs> I'm in the same roadworks that there's going to be here till Christmas 2024 as they build a number of yellow refuges purely because the smart motorway doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Hang in there, fella. The Daily Takeaway. Richie's daily takeaway. Ian in Devises has texted to say, I'm contacting Dave uh, for you to hand in what? your cool badge uh, for all your love for drying crystals. Honestly, it's, it's only if you've had uh, any form of condensation <laughs> you realise what a, a miracle drying crystals are. <laughs> and the amount, as, as you said, the amount of the amount of liquid that the reservoir yes. uh, picks up underneath because of these crystals. Why is it Jesus gets all the accolades for doing water to wine, but like, you, you can get water out of nowhere from you know, your, a wardrobe or a corner of your house and no one wants to hear about it. Exactly. And dry window sills and ornaments that aren't getting soiled. Splinters are my nemesis, uh, says Corky. Been asking you to get in touch and tell us who or indeed what. Doesn't have to be a living thing just because I'm struggling with moles in my back garden at the moment. Who or what are your nemesis? Uh, this text is from the anonymous postman. Uh, it says, people who order next day delivery parcels and are not in and don't have a safe place to uh, put the documents down, then arrange re-delivery and then still not in. So I have to carry all their parcels around for the sake of them having a day out. <laughs> He's annoyed. Uh, Jay, who or what is your nemesis? So I've got a... Um, well, I don't know. It's a bird, a big bird. I don't know if it's a buzzard. Not sure. Terrorising. Terrorising the smaller birds. Wow. So just explain the situation. So you've got, like, normal birds hanging out in your back garden and then there's one big bully bird that keeps coming down and, like, beating them up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have... I've got some wild guinea fowl that just decided to live with us and I've been feeding them since summer because they love me. Had 24, now only have 11. Oh. And they had them in the garden permanently and they run to the garden when this thing screeches. And it's this, I think it's a buzzard. Um, and they're terrified of it. So another bird I've been feeding, a kite, called, <laughs> called Terry for short. <laughs> of course. He's the size of a pterodactyl. Um, he tries to save them but the the buzzard bird can beat up the kite so he has to come with reinforcements <laughs> wow it's <laughs> oh, quite a plot to this this is like bird gang warfare it isn't is. it 
Honestly, honestly. <laughs> well, there was, I remember, like, uh, I made a bit of a fool of myself because I used to point out to people, God, can you see that hawk hovering over there near Chalkwell train station where I get off uh, on the way back from work? Yeah. And it turns out yeah. it's just a metal bird on a wire to scare other birds <laughs> off. But I thought this massive bird was hanging around. Could, would, you, would something like that help scare off the, 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 the buzzard? Oh, I, I, anything, anything would uh, help, wouldn't it? You should do that. There is a, there is a house over the back of ours that's got a uh, ornate terracotta owl yes. uh, on the top of oh. its roof. That's like Clash uh, of the Titans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go down your garden centre, see if you can buy an ornate bird. Hold on a minute. Right. Hold on a minute, guys. This is, this is right under our noses here. You've got a problem with a mole that keeps popping his head out. Yeah. She's got a yeah. problem with a buzzard which keeps dragging things off the ground. Yeah. Can you combine yeah. the two and get your buzzard to sort out your mole? Oh, that would be oh, great, yeah. yes. Yeah. Who brings whose over to who? Well, I think she's got to bring way. her buzzard over to my mole. Would you be able to do that? Absolutely. If I could catch him, I would. Listen, we haven't got a mole for miles. I'm sure it's that buzzard. <laughs> Uh, John is in Stockport, uh, just referring to uh, Jay and her buzzards and the and the kites. Uh, he says, "Aren't kites birds of prey? Uh, is Jay feeding them small animals? It doesn't quite have the lovely story feel it has before." It's gone south quite quickly, <laughs> that hasn't it? South, Bit yes. sinister. More insight on that, please. And also, we want to say a big thank you to <laughs> the sixty odd thousand people who've sent Richie a Jasper carrot clip about uh, moles. <laughs> He's going to be watching out on the train home tonight. This is the Daily Takeaway. We invite you to blow our minds. We are open-minded gentlemen. We want to have our minds blown. Maybe there is something that you do differently that is going to wow us. And maybe there is a fact that we are ignorant to right now that you want to tell us and it's going to blow our minds. Get in touch. Hometimeandabsoluteradio.co.uk is the email. And this email in from Matt and Dawn, uh, listeners down in Devon, sums up the ethos of Mind Blown. It goes as follows. Hi, guys. As our cat got older, he developed feline audiogenic reflex seizures, or FARS. Oh. A real animal theme to this uh, past couple of hours of the show. Which meant he had seizures, God bless him, when he, had, when he heard certain sounds. Tim foil, crisp packets, jangling keys were a no-no. This also included crushing empty beer cans ready for recycling. I found that if you crush a beer can under your armpit, it makes no sound. Not an epiphany for everyone, but if you need to dispose of several empty beer cans silently, or secretly for whatever reason, then this may be the solution. Maybe more of a life hack than mind-blowing, but better than eating oranges in the shower, though, in brackets, an old mind-blown subject. Yes, that's true, yes. No one will ever forget the uh, person who got in touch about eating oranges in the shower. However, this is very interesting, because I don't know about you, sometimes um, if we've got some beers on the go and uh, Katie, my other half, goes to bed, yeah. she can hear a ring pool being opened upstairs. <laughs> Or if I take the, the cork out the top of, like, um, a whiskey bowl, she can yeah. hear that. So this is a this is a very good way of secretly uh, recycling if you maybe you don't want the other half to know. Now, I want to say this has blown my mind, but at this juncture, we haven't proven it. Yes. Uh, now, I know for a fact that if we take a walk down the landing uh, in the duration of the next three minutes, uh, we can at least find a couple of cans, all right? What, beer? <laughs> well, a can is a can is a can. That's fine. Okay, sadly, sadly not beer. Tony, Jill, Abby and Jesse from Beddington have just texted to say, guys, we've just done the crushing of a beer can and yes, it works great. Oh, well, that's good news, but I mean, we've both just sacrificed uh, cans of Coke. Uh, so we, we're still going to try this for ourselves. Thank you to Matt and Dawn who got in touch. Basically, their cat wasn't very well, doesn't like loud noises. Uh, Matt has developed a uh, groundbreaking way of crushing a can silently under his armpit. You go first. We've got two cans. <laughs> you go first. 
Okay, here we go. So uh, I'm just going to put this empty can under my armpit and see if it does crush silently. Okay, ready? Yeah. Three, two. <laughs> Not quite as quiet as I hoped. <laughs> quite a lot of coke still left in that as well, actually. Is that it's not a setup, is it? No, I don't think I it is. I thought those things were that someone gets you to now, do you something. You did yours. You did yours completely differently to how I would. You, yours went sort of like lengthways under your pit. Oh. I, w- I would be crushing it personally across the girth of it. Okay, so you're going to go side on. Yeah, I'm going to go side on. Here right? we go. So, three, two, two. It's pretty good. See that was quieter. Yeah. I did it wrong. I've done the wrong approach. <laughs> Trust not, me to get it I've wrong. I've not heard that before. <laughs> not for the first time on this show. Well, um, there you go. Uh, mind blown? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that normally, can, to think of a can normally, yeah, I, really loud. Do you know what I mean? If we forget yours, yeah. I'd, <laughs> I'd say it works. In science, don't you always do one that's like not working properly? That was your, yours was the control. Control. So there you go. Mind's blown, officially now. Uh, Gav says... Brushing my teeth. I do it during the morning shower. Saves time and water. And you know what? I've always cleaned my teeth in the shower as well. I know my other half, Katie, hates it. I think what winds her up most is that when I finish cleaning my teeth in the shower, I'll leave the the toothbrush on the little inset that we've got where all the shampoos go. No, 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 no. She hates it, but it saves time. Right. I'm Team Katie on this. 100% Team Katie. Why? It's, it's like Gav says, saves time, saves water. I speak directly to you and Gav. That is not mind-blown at all. It's horrendous. What's wrong with it? So, first of all, actually brushing your teeth in the shower, all right, the shower is upstairs. You're using upstairs water. That is not for drinking. I've heard that you. it's all right to drink no, upstairs no, no. water. And then secondly... Your toothbrush is festering in the recess you've just described. Yeah. Whether that upstairs water is right or not, other people are using that shower and they're sort of like body flakes and water and that is, is sitting on your toothbrush and then you're putting it in your mouth. Uh, that uh, is absolutely rank. I f- I'm fine with it. I, I find it kind of inoculating. No, no, no. That it's is, inoculating. Oh, man. Toughens you up a little bit, do you know what oh, I mean? Oh, that is mind grim, if that is such a phrase. That is not such a phrase. It's not a phrase, is it? <laughs> uh, right, mind blown is. Uh, Essa, blow our minds. The Oxo Cube is not a cube, lads. It's a sachet. You're what? You're, but they're known as Oxo Cubes. You don't call them Oxo Sachets, Ezra. I know, I know. It's just to fool you, you see, to make life difficult. Because what you do is you take your cube, you peel it, you squeeze it between your fingers, you've got all that muck all over your fingers. Not at all. No. Open up the little corner flaps, give it a gentle squeeze, it'll go flat, rip it open, pour it all out, it's already dissolved. Look. No more messy fingers. It's a sachet. So are you telling us that the sachet is strong enough to to not, like, capitulate under the pressure of you squeezing it and you still get mucky fingers anyway? Well, you don't want to eat it with an hammer. You don't (laughs) want to go overboard, no, lads. That's a good point. See, are you saying that we've been doing... Are you saying that we've been doing Oxo Cubes wrong all these years? 100% wrong. Get yourself back home tonight. Get yourself an Oxo Cube out of the cupboard. Give it a little squeeze. Have a little tear and you'll be like, oh... (laughs) <laughs> oh. I'm going to call it Mind Blown Mind Blown Mind Blown <laughs> uh, We've had our mind blown twice already in the last 45 minutes uh, Can it happen one more time? Uh, Steve is hanging on Blow our mind, Steve Yeah, so I've got a boss lawnmower which has a, a box which picks up the grass cuttings right. and I use it I've got three trees in my garden a Chinese maple a sycamore and a willow and when the leaves fall down in the winter, I go out with my lawnmower and use it 
uh, on a high setting and go out and pick up the leaves with the lawnmower because it sucks them up, chops them up, puts them in the grass box, and then I put them in the um, composter. Wow! So you're you're not even going out there to mow the lawn per se. You're just you're just sucking leaves up. That's it. Yeah. Then, it, then of course the blades chop the leaves up, um, makes it easier to compost. And I get a lovely um, leaf mould compost in a couple of years' time. Steve, this is incredible because, in effect, what you have invented is the garden hoover with teeth. Yes. That's one, yep. Don't go out and spend 200 quid on a leaf blower and a leaf picker-upper. Use your lawnmower. Steve, is there a name that we can call? Because you've invented something here. What what can we call this in, in honour of you? Steve's? Uh, the leaf moulder, composter, picker-upper, chopper... Okay, it's quite an abbreviation, but we need to work on that. Steve, our phone system here says you're in Melksham. I, I'm wondering whether it could be the Melksham Muncher. That's what uh, he's known yeah. as on the forums. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure if we're allowed to use the Bosch Melksham, Melksham Muncher or the, my third name's Purnell, the Purnell Muncher. I, I think all of them the are probably not that helpful. <laughs> the Purnell Pruner. <laughs> Good to Sorry, speak to you, Steve. Career. Good to talk to you. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. Can I just clarify something? Yeah. <laughs> this is like this podcast intro and outro is like a, a, a fireside chat with Richie Firth. It is. Earlier on, at the beginning of the episode, you were telling me to, to, to calm down and to not have this football tribalism. Yes. Was it you... Andy Bush <laughs> telling me to calm down. I, do you know what though? I I um I always think like in terms of when if you gloat when when your rivals are doing badly, it always comes back <laughs> like a boomerang. <laughs> the thing is, being an Everton fan, we're always doing badly, so it's, it's quite calm. I never I never I never try and get up on it on anyone else because I know it's going to bite me in the backside. <laughs> okay, well make it. Let's make a note of this particular episode, <laughs> and you have it fully within your your rights to remind me when this comes and bites me on the. Backside. That, well, it will happen. Watch this space.